Welcome to AM Best Audio. Verisk, along with the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, released new survey data that shows a significant number of Americans age 45 and younger have a high level of tolerance for insurance fraud, even feeling envious for those who commit it. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio, and I'm speaking today to Shane Reedman, Vice President and General Manager of Anti-Fraud Analytics for Varix Claim Solutions. Shane, so glad you could join us today. Thanks for having me, John. I'm really glad to be here. So, Shane, what was the rationale behind the study? Well, we know um, that insurance fraud is a problem that has been impacting the American financial system for decades, and maybe since the beginning of insurance. Um, and we're always curious to understand why so that we can develop and design better, more effective products to stop the fraud that's, that's impacting uh, Americans. Uh, so understanding the psychology of the fraudster and more importantly, being able to distinguish among um, different uh, age groups of, among Americans to identify who is more likely to commit insurance fraud or maybe even more importantly, who is more acceptive of insurance fraud is a really important body of information to help us uh, protect Americans from, from the impact from this very, very costly form of financial fraud. Why is insurance fraud perceived differently compared to other types of financial fraud? You know, this is a difficult question to understand um, and to answer with with precision, but we have some ideas. We think that one of the most um, telling uh, results of the study that was conducted was that the Americans who see insurance fraud as not being a crime, in other words, they see it as acceptable behavior or behavior that they're perhaps even envious of others around. Um, it, it, some, of the, some of the rationale that they provided was that they see insurance companies as, as quote, ripping them off. Um, they see that, you know, we have uh, mandatory insurance uh, if, if, you, if you own or drive an automobile. And we see that the younger Americans are are skeptical of that insurance. There's a sense of distrust. And in fact, one of the correlations that we saw in the results of the study is that uh, younger Americans who typically have a distrust of social systems are those precisely more likely to, to think of insurance fraud as not being a crime. So we think there's this, this sort of relationship between distrust of systems that younger Americans tend to have along with maybe some skepticism about the value of insurance and feeling, quote, ripped off by insurance. So we think there are a few different things in play that, that are fueling the, the trend that we're seeing. Uh, let's go a little deeper into that, Shane, if we could. What could be some of the contributing factors as to why there's a high tolerance for insurance fraud among the younger Americans? Well, we've always... Uh, for, for decades, we've known that younger Americans are more likely to commit crime. Uh, and, and in fact, sociologists have often used the term um, aging out of crime to describe the, the reduction in crime rate based on age. So the older Americans become, the less likely they are to be committing crimes. So that's, that's, that's something that we've known that's been part of um, our observations of, of society for, for some time. It's, it's, it's pretty well understood. So we were not necessarily surprised 
that younger Americans are more likely to see insurance fraud as, as being an acceptable um, uh, activity, uh, not, not being a crime. But I think that uh, w- what we really need to challenge ourselves to understand is how we can change that behavior, how we can change that perception of younger Americans. How can we change and and educate them so that they know that insurance fraud impacts everybody, including them? So, you know, I think that that's one of the gaps of younger generations of Americans is that they don't see the immediate connection between financial fraud and their own personal financial position. They're not seeing that connection. Older Americans see it and know know that it's there. The survey indicates that the percentage of people who consider insurance fraud a crime increases with age. Why do you think that might be the case? Yeah, again, I think it relates back to the idea of um, uh, of of older Americans aging out of crime. So the the idea of you know committing a crime and getting away with a crime becomes less and less attractive um, as we grow older. Um, But I think you know. This, there's a magic number in this survey, and that's 45, uh, that we, we noticed that an alarming number, a percentage of those under 45, in fact, the percentage is 30%. And when you add that up, it's about 50, it's a little over 50 million Americans under the age of 45 that believe uh, that in- insurance fraud is acceptable. Um, it's roughly 16% of our population. So, you know, Trying to attack this problem is not going to be something that one company or one organization or even one government agency can do on its own. This is really a problem that needs to be addressed societally. Um, you, you know, across the board, we need to do a better job of educating uh, younger Americans about the impacts of these frauds, how they're really impacting their lives. Uh, what are some steps partners can take to prevent insurance fraud and what steps can be taken to educate consumers about the negative impacts of insurance fraud? So, yeah, there's that's, that's a great question. And there's really two parts to it, right? The, the one side is insurers can do quite a bit to protect themselves from fraud at the claim level. Um, insurance companies should be employing advanced analytics programs that are monitoring all of their claims transactions and, and identifying um, high-risk claims, claims that have, for example, um, claimants with multiple prior losses or um, claims that have data elements that show that the claim itself is an outlier, um, that, it, that, it, that there's something that doesn't fit into the normal pattern or the normal mold of claim activity. So insurers can do quite a bit um, through analytics and fraud defenses at the claim level. But, you know, I think there's also an opportunity for insurers to prevent the fraud before it occurs. And one of the better ways um, that we've seen companies try to attack this is through through more more interesting and um, what I would call um, uh, education programs that, that, that's, that, that will tend to resonate better with younger audiences. And those are the folks that are becoming uh, or that are growing into the ages where they're going to be the consumers and the buyers of insurance. So there's an opportunity for insurers to do a better job of educating younger Americans about the adverse impact of fraud. Um, one thing that we noticed is, you know, there was an, there was an advertisement by an insurer um, some time ago 
that made a statement, something to the effect that, you know, hey, we're the only insurance company that's not ripping you off. That was that was sort of the messaging, their marketing messaging. It's those kinds of messages that may be misplaced. And it's perhaps better for insurance companies to educate their buyers about the benefits of insurance um, and not the negatives of insurance. So how insurance really does help um, you know, hold our society together, especially in times of need. Um, we think that that education piece can not only be, you know, carried out and executed by the insurers themselves, but also by um, associations and especially anti-fraud organizations that that are not-for-profits that are set up to serve um, to serve this purpose. And, and the perfect example is our partner in this study, the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud, um, does a fantastic job of getting information spread um, to media outlets and through all sorts of other channels to try to help solve that very problem of educating our younger generations about why insurance is important, why it's valuable, and importantly, why this is not a system that we should be defrauding. Age-old problem. It's not going away anytime soon, is it, Shane? It isn't. It really isn't. It seems to be growing. Shane Reedman, Vice President and General Manager of the Anti-Fraud Analytics for Veris Claim Solutions. And I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.